enjoys here. So even as I speak today, this will be my last day at work for temporarily until we go on a second lockdown tomorrow. And we just wonder, you know, um, what's happening? Why is this happening? Is the Lord trying to tell us something? Although many people say, this is not a punishment. Yeah, I would not want to think it so, but at the same time, I would want to think that, that there's a lesson to be learned in all of this, especially for the whole of humanity, that there is something that we are not doing that is right. And God has sent so many prophets and so many people to speak to us, but somehow or the other, it's just not, we're just not getting it. We're just not getting it. And time and again, there has been so many, yeah, so many occurrences and we are still not getting there. We're still just living our lives like, like as if we own tomorrow and the day after and the day after that. We, yeah, something really seriously needs to be done in each of us and collectively. So coming back to that, I'm looking at um, St. Paul's book to the Galatians. In chapter 5, he starts off with, for, for freedom Christ has set us free. Stand fast therefore and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. Now, the yoke of slavery in those times that uh, Paul was referring to was the fact that many of the the Pharisees, right, they were so attached to, what was it, to the law and to fulfilling the law. That was their obsession, that you have to do things right. You have to wash your hands in this way. Um, you had to walk in a certain way. You had to fulfill the Sabbath. And they were so sticky about such issues. That was their obsession. And so when, when Paul was addressing them, he was saying, hey, people, stop. Do not, you have been given a new lease of life. And today I'm reminding you very, very strongly that what is important in life is not what is old, is not what's fulfilling the law, because that leads you to slave. You become a slave to those things. So he says, he, he, uh, so he gives a choice to the Galatians in today's reading, that they have a choice. You either choose this or you choose that. Either you choose to live in freedom with Christ, because he says, for in Christ neither circumcision nor uncircumcision is of any avail, but faith working through love. And it ends with that. It ends with that. What is important is faith working through love. And that is very important, the phrase, this phrase, no faith working through love. Because many of us stop with faith alone. Many of us today, we stop with faith alone. 
that by faith in God and the things that I do for God are more important than anything else. But he adds the working through love because faith is useless. It becomes fatalism if it is not accompanied by love because then we become these pious, formidables, you know, just walking around there, strutting around our halos, wherever we go. So St. Augustine, he puts it very nicely. He says that faith cannot be idle. Our faith cannot be idle, but working or doing good works in charity. And this is something which is neglected these days. How we tend to just wave off, um, what do you call it? Yeah, a charity. We think that it is, it is something on the side. But today's readings point to us that you know, charity is it just like sitting there on the same on the same platform as faith. We have to have to have to have to give charity its due position today. So the CCC explains it very clearly. It says here, a faith that does not include works of love toward God and neighbor is empty and therefore does not lead to salvation and holiness. Faith in its true sense always involves the practice of charity in the form of prayer, that's number one, self-denial, Oh, this is also another thing. We just love to indulge. I just love to indulge. Just, just waiting for when is my next online purchase? You know. Oh. So it's um, prayer, it's self denial, and then it goes on to say, unless faith is expressed in acts of charity, it remains ineffective. So faith has to be accompanied by charity. It's. Today, today's reading says it's not a choice. It's not a choice given to us. Choose faith or charity. It's on the same flat platform. So if we are, if we, if we say we love God, we have to accompany it with works of charity. And and if you look at it, that's what the missions were all about. You know, wherever people went in the past, if you look at all the Christian missionaries. They there was so many orphanages, so many old folks home, all started by in those days Christian missionaries. Now what has happened? Sadly now, oh it's so sad. Many of our orphanages have become places of publicity. You know, there was a time when we went for uh, Christmas caroling and we went to this place which was run by a Christian, uh, yeah, a Christian pastor, and it was so sad. the 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 orphans and I, I mean, I'm sorry for referring to them that way, but yeah, they were in such a deplorable condition. The pastor and his family seemed to be enjoying life. 
they the ovens in fact were when we served them the food they served the, the pastor's family first and their place was so dilapidated it was it was shocking and what we did was that because we were so we, we were so moved by where they slept we decided okay we need to buy them a few fans uh, one or two fans i'm not sure but then we gave them the money and told them okay please because the room doesn't have a fan how will the children sleep and a few months later when one of my and we said yeah yeah we'll do that thank you so much and all that and a few few months when our friend went back to that place it was it was the same there was no fan so today our we just need to really think about about how we treat those that are that have less than us because if you look at the the gospel of today it's just, just, just love it you know jesus yeah oh the way the way he gives us messages it's so so amazing so um so while he was speaking so here is jesus being invited to a very prestigious banquet and 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 the pharisees normally would just have these banquets and they call all the important people there and i can imagine jesus going there and thinking you know hmm, okay another lesson to teach so um the this would have been like become um, what do you call it? Yeah, a, a prestigious banquet, as I mentioned here. And Jesus was not impressed. Mm -hmm. Not impressed, our Jesus. So he goes in there, and you know, it's, it's typical. It's a typical, customary practice that when a, when you go into a house, you wash your feet. And I can imagine all the guests are just there and they're washing their feet and they're talking. They're so excited because there's going to be lots of wine and lots of food. And everyone's excited because here is all the top people in town and everyone is there washing their feet or making sure because, yeah, just, just make sure their feet are clean. And here's our hero, Jesus, just walking in and he just walks in without washing his feet. Oh, that's not the right thing to do in this place. You never go into your host's house without washing your feet. So the host's unspoken amazement at his failure to wash provides the occasion for Jesus' speech. Ah, oh, here comes the man. He just waits for something, you know, to just like, okay, let them ask this question. Let them, sometimes, it, of course, because he's got, he doesn't even need people to ask a question. He's just like, okay, what are you thinking? Okay, grab the thought and and just speak on it. And the Pharisee was astonished. And the Lord said to him, Now you Pharisees, cleanse the outside of the cup and the dish, but inside you are full of extortion and wickedness. You fools. Oh, can you imagine? Oh my gosh. This would be like a, a big event and he's calling them names. He says, you fools. Did not he who made... So there's a play of this, these words, you know, the inside and the outside, if you just read it very carefully. So it says, you fools, it, did not he who made the outside make the inside also? But give for arms those things which are within, and behold, everything is clean for you. Ah, just such a lesson to be learned here. 
So what is he trying to say? The subtle play is on the on the inside and the outside. In, in which way? Because inside and outside of vessels and of human beings is referred to created by God. So the inside means it has three meanings basically. Uh, one is that uh, the contents, the inside of the inside your uh, the vessel, right? That's the contents of it to be shared out. Pour it out for the others. Pour it out for, towards alms giving. And what is the inside? So it's giving alms, and not only just a display of giving alms, but it comes from the heart. Because he's talking about the heart, which has to be pure and not malicious. So Jesus is saying, give arms, but give it from the heart and make sure that your heart is pure in the first place. And that, thus almsgiving becomes an essential part of the Christian's ethical life. Share with those who do not have. So he brings this whole thing. Here's this big, big, huge banquet, but Jesus boils it down to almsgiving. Because Jesus would have on his way there, would have noticed many people out there without food, who are hungry, who probably were standing around the house and looking inside and wishing that they could just maybe such a bite. How could Jesus just ignore them? So here is a lesson for us today. Again, driving home the point that we need to we, we need to do this that we need to work on our charity. So have a charitable day, everyone. God bless you.